Welcome to Justice Sobriety, where we talk, share, and spill the tea soberly and anonymously. Um, my name is Jess, as you already know, and I do have a special guest. Name Greg. Who will be joining us um, for a very special episode. And um, Greg is a friend of mine, and I just think this is a really cool thing to do, and as promised for the past few episodes, I finally have a guest to share. So, um, if you would like to introduce yourself. I'm Greg. Um, I've known Jess for a while. I'm in a 12-step program, and I got diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia in 2001. Um, it has been a long road of recovery. Um, it's been... It's been about 20 years since I've been diagnosed with schizophrenia, and it, I don't know. Um, we'll find out more in a little bit. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you, Greg. Um, so one thing, um, well, th one of the main reasons why we have Greg on here today is he wrote a book about his experience, and it's called God's Little Buddy, and it's also available on Amazon? Is it on anything else? Nope, just Amazon. Okay, Amazon. Perfect. And it's just a few dollars, and I'm only a third of the way through the book, but it's definitely worth the read so far. So um, I have some questions that I wanted to ask Greg um, that I formulated whenever I was reading so far, and just um, a little overview of schizophrenia for those of you who may not be as familiar with it. Um, I'm reading from the DSM-5, which is written by the American Psychiatric Association. Um, can you tell I'm a college student? I'm yeah. citing everything. You <laughs> are, that's badass. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Alrighty, so just um, this little top paragraph says, schizophrenia spectrum and other psychotic disorders include schizophrenia, other psychotic disorders, and schizotypical personality disorder. They are defined by abnormal abnormalities in one or more of the following five do domains. Delusions, hallucinations, disorganized thinking, which is speech, um, grossly, dis grossly disorganized or abnormal motor behavior, including catatonia and negative symptoms. And... Um, I just want to emphasize that it is on a spectrum, and every person with the, with disorders in general experience different severities of symptoms. That's right. So this is just Greg's experience, yep. and any other person with this disorder, as well as others, other disorders, will be completely different. So now that... Oh, also, one more thing before I get started. Um, I just like to say that Although we are members of 12-step programs, we do not, we are not representing. No, not at all. No, this is just... Any club or group. No, not, <clears throat> not at all. It's just our personal experiences. Yes, that's right. I've made the mistake before in other episodes, and hey. I've said, oh, I'm an AA or whatever, but uh, I'm trying okay. to get better. At... That's cool. That's yeah. Cool. Okay, so some, I'll just go with the first question. Um, so number one, um, did the bad hallucinations, whether it was visual, um, auditory, um, did they drive or deter you from using 
and why? Well, in the beginning, um, they, I want, in the beginning, when I first heard my very first auditory hallucination, mm -hmm. it was like, I, th I I'd never heard of anyone hearing a voice before or anything like that. Like mm -hmm. a voice is, you can hear me right now through your ears, but I am, no one's there. Wow. That's that realistic. And, mm -hmm. um. The first voice I ever heard, it said, Greg, this is God. Mm. So I was like, whoa, this is kind of wild. <laughs> and I was like dumbfounded by it. And it blew me away. And I uh, went and he said, you have to kill yourself. It was real negative stuff, like super negative. And he said, you have to do all this stuff to uh, let everybody go to heaven or some crazy wild delusion. Mm -hmm. And I asked him if I could still at least smoke pot. So what I did was, the <laughs> uh, it said, yeah, you can do that. So I, I ran, I smoked a lot of pot after that. Okay. So I did do that, yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. Um. Did you want to add anything else before we move on? Well, um, like every story is pretty much different with schizophrenia. It, it, it is, it's hard to like, at first it's kind of like running commentary. Mm. The voices are. And uh, it stayed like that for years for me, but it doesn't have to be that way for everybody. This is just my, how it happened for me. Um, I was over at college and I was in my dorm room and all that stuff happened. And then I had to eventually come home from college and then stop using and get it right. Right. Yep. So. I I think I would be pretty tripped out too if the first voice was yeah. saying it's God. Yeah, like buddy. That's, that's pretty fucking powerful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was. It was nuts. It was absolutely crazy. I, I think I would be tempted to listen to, like, oh, shit, this is important. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right. So, number two, um, were the voices consistent or did certain things trigger them? No, they were consistent. Wow. Throughout the entire, like, I'd say, I'd say probably decade. Mm -hmm. I, maybe not a decade, maybe like six to eight years, mm -hmm. somewhere around there, they were consistent. And eventually, that well, I guess that answers your second question. So okay, they were consistent, but okay. Did you hear them when you were sleeping, like yeah. dreaming? I had vivid nightmares for the longest time. Um, I did hear them when I was dreaming. I had a dream where my mom was chasing me around with a butcher knife, calling me a faker, and oh. nightmares left and right. <laughs> It was insane. Wow, so you never got a break. I never got a break, caught a break. Never. I, I can't imagine that. Uh, um, as well. All right. Um, and I, obviously, I, I'm not, like, diagnosing social anxiety. I don't even have the power to do that at mm. this point of my education. But it seems like you had social anxiety. So with this yes. question, I wrote... Um, did you have social anxiety before the voices told you mean things about, you know, like what other people were saying? No, I did not. No. I, I, it hit me when it hit me. I 
went ballistically delusional and oh. like social anxiety to scale one to ten out of ten. So before that, you were comfortable around. I was comfortable people. around everybody. It was absolutely. Oh, I did a complete one eighty. And in the in the negative direction though, in the wrong way. So that's what happened to me. Right. Okay. Sorry, just ignore that notification. Okay. So this this part of the book I did I did laugh, um, when the voices said your friends um were gay but they didn't know it. Oh, um Yeah. <laughs> Did any of them actually turn out to be gay? I was just curious. Actually, no. No. Um, I thought I was gay for the longest time, but I was never attracted mm. to men. The thing was, is the voices told me I the, the the voices said I was gay because I loved God and okay. Jesus, hmm. and Jesus is a man, right? Or was a man, and so that's what that's where the whole gay thing stemmed from. Interesting. Isn't it? It is, especially with a lot of the stereotypical religious yeah. people, at least the ones in my family. Mm-hmm. They they were completely against any oh. kind of gay people. Oh, really? Because of their religion. So it's um, interesting how that how you viewed it. Yeah. Or how it was communicated right. to right, you. Right, right, right. Yes. Okay. Huh. Um so number five, I noticed any time you felt any um, overwhelming emotion, there was a point, there was a pattern of you running from the situation to either self-soothe or get high. Um, has this changed since being in recovery, and have you developed any coping symptoms? Oh, Lord, yeah. Um, it used to be I would just run like hell, drive away, get out of the situation. It's like that fight or flight mm-hmm. response. And um, I would run because you can't fight something you can't see. Yeah. Or, I mean, or whatever. But, like, eventually what happened was I got a break and I was able to pause and pray. Hmm. And by working those steps in recovery, I was able to give it to God and let God handle the whole illness in general. If that makes any sense. It does. Okay, cool. And that's really good. And it had to be kind of, well, it had to be a lot, especially because you didn't really understand what was going on. I had no clue. Oh. I had no clue. That was a lot. Yeah. When I, my first sobriety date was 3-20-02. So I, be, I went delusional 9, I think, 1 or 9 5 something mm-hmm. like that. And so it was a long time before I got into sobriety, it seems like, recovery. Right. Um, this isn't on here, but did you start using, um, when did you start using, was it? Um, uh, I started drugs. Yes, oh, drugs, yeah. alcohol. Drugs and alcohol were always in, in the mix. Uh, I started using, I started drinking alcohol at 14, started mm-hmm. smoking pot at 15. Okay, cool. Okay, not cool, but you know. I get you, I get you. It's cool. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. Exactly. All right. Um, do you still feel like God's everywhere as it was described or even less than that? Um, well, I believe now 
that God is in everybody and is all around us, but I do not have the same views as I, the extreme views as I did back when I was psychotic. It's delusional or whatever you want to call it. So I, I am a firm believer in God. Um, and I believe he's in every one of us and he talks to people and helps people out. And that's where I get my, my God from. Nice. To people. Is it a lot, is it less stressful that way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Big time. Good. Big time. Um, are your parents still supportive of you? That is the only reason why I am still alive mm -hmm. is my parents. Because they, uh, a, a good support system is what every person needs that's mentally ill. Um, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. At least, um... My parents saved my ass. Like, I, I went to them crying one time about, uh, I think, five years into it. Or I don't know how long it was into my psychosis. but And they found a place called the Pfeiffer Institute, which is a place up in Chicago that treats it holistic medicine. Mm. It's different than the, like, the pills that we take from doctors. But... Um, and we flew up to Chicago, and he, um, we he put me on fish oil and niacinamide for voices. Niacinamide was supposedly supposed to knock out voices, hmm. and fish oil for the vivid dreams and depression. And it's it's kind of like a mood stabilizer. Really? And, yeah. And within three days of taking the fish oil, my nightmares were gone. Mm -hmm. Um, my mood was good, and it blew my parents away so much that they got on the fish oil themselves. Aww. Yeah, so fish oil is huge with mental illness. That actually probably explains why my my recent nurse practitioner prescribed yeah. it to me. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was talking to her about my mood swings and anxiety and everything, and she actually put me on it. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I take Nordic Naturals are the best. <laughs> the best fish oil company out there, or vitamin company out there. And you were not paid to say that. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I the, I love. I mean, it tastes gross. So what I do, like, if you're taking fish oil, just mm -hmm. what you should do. What I did was put it up in the uh, freezer, mm -hmm. the top part of the refrigerator. Yeah. And then freeze it because I used to burp it up and it was pretty gross. Yeah. It's really nasty. Yeah, it is. But it's all good. <laughs> that fixed that problem, thank God. I'll try that, and they don't stick together? Uh, no. Okay, good no. to know. For mine, they didn't. I'll try a small, a small. Try it. Yeah. You should check it out, try it. I will do that, thank you for the recommendation. Uh-huh. Okay, and this is just pure curiosity. Yeah. What Incubus song played on the radio that day? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Uh, I know you mentioned one, another one later on. Uh, I wish you were here. It was that one again. Yeah. Okay. That was huge with me. I don't know why, but it was. I, that's a really good song. I love yeah, this song. I, I used to jam out Incubus a lot, actually, and Nirvana, and Jim Morrison, The Doors, and I used to try to understand Jim Morrison's music, and there was no way that was going to happen, but I thought I could. <laughs> I'm not sure if I've heard 
any of his. You ever heard the Doors? I might have. Oh man, they're they're old school, but they're they were pretty badass back in their time. Hmm. Okay. I um Incubus. I I heard on the radio that their song Drive is kind of about. Drive's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's my favorite. By the way. Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm Mhm. And then I I wish you were here is a. That's a good one. Pretty high on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Drive's badass. Okay, sorry, I get distracted. Oh, good. Alrighty, um, can you watch the World Series now without any issues um, or hallucinations, or do you just avoid it? No, I can watch it. I can do anything I want. I want to do now. Um, I I got the, on the right combination of medication and vitamins. Mm-hmm that work for me, everybody's different, so everybody's combo, what I like to call combo, it's the same combination of medications and vitamins, I just mm. call it combo. Everybody's combo is different. So, like, when you get that right combo, um, you can do anything and everything you want. Right. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it truly works. Meds, science has have come a long ways like if i was to get this diagnosis and did what i did back then back in the 50s i would have been locked up and all that crazy shit so yeah i'm glad i was born when i was born (laughs) that's so awesome but i can yeah i can watch the world series no problem now cool love baseball (laughs) that's good i heard um i was doing research around that time and baseball really blew up yeah. For for like, the morale of the country. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. What do you do now when? Okay. Um. This was before you texted me. You're like, oh, I'm glad that's over. Oh. Um. But. Do you ever still experience any hallucinations? Yeah. Um. Actually, unfortunately, I do. Okay. I uh. Sometimes, like, one every, I would say, I get what me and my dad like to call a leaker. Mm. It's like a voice getting through every now and then. Like, every once, I'd say it's like once a year. Okay. Maybe. It used to be just, it used to be like, there's 30 days a month, right? Mm -hmm. It used to be 29 bad, one good. Now it's all good. Okay. So it's the complete opposite. Thank God for that. Okay. It's amazing nowadays. This illness is a hard-on-the-family illness, but with the support group that I have and the friends and all that, it really helps out a lot. That's amazing. I'm really glad you have that support group because a lot of people don't. I know. It's it's sad. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of times where you're... I've heard stories where people with mental illness, they end up homeless and they don't have any support. I would say 98% of the people that are on the streets mentally ill. I don't know this for a fact, Mm -hmm. but are probably mentally ill and I don't know. It's sad. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know you kind of already answered this a little bit before, but how has working the 12 steps impacted your mental health and recovery? Oh my Lord. Ah, it saved my (laughs) life. Um, from when I came in, I was a train wreck as in Oh, three twenty Oh, was it two? Three twenty Oh two is my first sobriety date. 
and I stayed sober for quite some time, but then had a root canal, mm -hmm. and then they prescribed me hydrocodone, and I was off to the races after that. How long did that last? That lasted a good three to five years or so about, and then I came back in on my hands and knees again, mm. and just desperate as hell trying to get clean and sober, and um, I did. Found, I got a sponsor with a lot of time. Good. Went to the big book, the steps, and did the steps uh, the way that they were designed. And the third step, I would say, is my favorite step because that's when you get to quit playing God. Like, I thought I was God <laughs> for a long time, and I don't want to be Him anymore. No. At all, so. Too much responsibility. Oh, Lord, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally feeling like the world is in your hands. Yeah, it was yes. insane. It was insanity, but it's all good. What advice would you give to anyone who might be in your shoes now that you were in when you were uh, like, you know, twenty years ago? Yeah, I would, I would say, keep plugging away. Um, look, look for on the internet for forums. Um, or NAMI meetings, NAMI, NAMI, there's, I don't know how to say it, but it's the National Alliance of the Mentally Ill. And what they, they have meetings throughout America. I don't know if it's worldwide or what, but um, they have meetings. And there's also P11 meetings or dual diagnosis meetings oh. for alcohol and mental illness as well so there's that out there and always take your meds never get off your medication that's what i would say to someone that i mean and tell them i, I would tell them about fish oil and how it's helped me the holistic stuff mm -hmm. it seems to be so much like the holistic medicine medicine is so so much more fast acting it's like a xanax or some shit but mm -hmm. it's like it's it's so much more fast acting than my abilify that i take every night i take abilify and some other and an antidepressant mm -hmm. and a social anxiety med and some heart meds too i have a heart condition as well but um i just gotta have a good support system mm. and Take your meds, even if you don't think they're working, just keep taking them. That's really good advice. Um, I do want to say, of course, um, all the vitamins are really helpful. Of course, consult your doctor before yeah, starting any. Of course. Because health conditions can affect things and other medications as that's well. That's right, that's right. I forgot to say that earlier, so... <laughs> okay. Um, ADHD is fun. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right. Um, so now, are there people you feel safe discussing your addiction and mental health with? Oh, um, anybody, really. Okay. I don't really, yeah, I, yeah. I feel safe with everybody. Everybody knows for all my friends that I hang out with know. Right. And I don't really care who knows. And if they don't, if they think mean of me or ugly at me or don't like me, that's their problem, not mine. Right. So that's how I feel about that one. That's good. I agree with that. Okay. Um, They're lost. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're lost. Missing out on a good person. Thank you. Of course. So, um... 
in the beginning, were drugs the only thing that helped the um, hallucinations temporarily go away, or did they not even help completely? Are you talking about the... Uh, like when you were using? When I was using? Mm-hmm. Did they help it? At all, if they did. No, 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 no. no. Oh, no, they amplified they it. They amplified everything mm. to, like, the 10th degree. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, it, it was totally stupid of me to do that, but... It made everything way worse. Mm. Way worse. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't a good option to do that. That was so stupid. But it, it, it's, it was my journey. It's just what I did. And I didn't know better. I yeah. should have known better, but I was didn't know at the time. So right. It is what it is. Well, you learned. Yep. So. Thank that's, God. That's what matters. Yeah, buddy. Um, okay. Oh, um, the the first counselor you spoke to that told you to go to like a twelve step program. Uh -huh. um, did you feel like he didn't understand you? Um, no, he understood me at at the time. I was like, "Man, you're stupid, dude. That ain't gonna help me." Okay. So okay. he knew I had a problem. I didn't know I had the problem. Okay. I had no idea. I had no idea I needed help or anything like that. Okay. So when I showed up at AA, or I mean recovery, excuse me, recovery, um, it was I was a train wreck. I was just a complete mess. But thank God through working those steps, it saved my life. I'm grateful for that. Me too. All right. Um, is there, and I'm asking this because. You know, I'm working to be a clinician. That's right. Um, do you feel like he maybe could have approached it in a different way or worded things in a different way? Um, I don't think it would have mattered, okay. to be honest. Um, my reaction still would have probably been the same. Okay. So, yeah, I don't think it would have mattered. Okay. All right. Um... Oh, okay. So, from what I've read so far, uh -huh. keep in mind, um, even so with the voices, using drugs, and taking the medication, there was one pill you mentioned. Oh. Just in the beginning. Uh -huh. um, it was still a reoccurring struggle to do the right thing, and it seems like, of course, you know, everyone struggles to do the right thing, but I know, to, I know like, an addiction and with mental health, it's, it's a little harder sometimes, uh -huh. I feel. Um, so how is this similar and different in your life today? Um, you mean the medication? Um, just, yeah, like, compared to what you were doing then, and then compared to what you were doing now for yourself and uh, recovery, like, how is it, how is, like, the struggle to do the right thing different, if it um, is different? It, well, it's way different, like, the... To do the right thing now, it's it's simple. Hmm. It, I mean, you just do the next right thing or the right thing next. And a long time ago, it was tough because I didn't know what the right thing was. I, I was hmm. so distraught and um, psychotic. I didn't know what the right thing was or what anything. I didn't know reality from anything. Like, it was... Absolutely insanity. Pure insanity. Right. Well. It was wild. 
You, you definitely did step one. <laughs> yeah, I did do that one. Earned my seat, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I have two more questions. Okay. So, oh, but you already answered it. Oh, no, oh, you already I? answered one of them. It was about the whole sexuality thing, but oh. you you explained that. Okay. Um, okay, so now, lastly, do you feel at peace with God? Yes. Amen to that. Thank you, God. Um, yes, I do. Uh, I believe that everybody has a purpose in life. And I don't know. I don't think we ever know what that purpose is. We might end up learning it later. I'm 40. So I might know what that is later on the road. I don't know what it is right now. And that's all good with me. But... Um, yeah, I'm good with God, and God's good. I think God's good with me. He's happy where I'm at. I'm glad. I think so. That's that's really good. Okay, do you have anything else for this episode that you'd like to share? Um, go out and get God's little buddy. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but, but do it. <laughs> well, you can do that, but that would be cool. Um. If you're struggling with schizophrenia or any mental illness, try and reach out for help. There's hotlines, there's the internet. Google is your friend. Mm -hmm. So if you're struggling with addiction, mental illness, whatever, just go out and get Google anything. Ask Google a question and it will give you an answer. That is a fact. <laughs> yep. Well, um, I thank you for your time. Of course. And being on my on my podcast i was on my show like not a show um well that's cool i i really enjoyed getting to know you more thank you i enjoyed this this as well this is pretty cool <laughs> hopefully you you're you don't feel as nervous next as <laughs> time right, right. yeah yeah I'll, it, it, this is cool i like it i'm glad okay well um that's going to be the end of Part this one. yes part one of god's little buddy so stay tuned for the next episode that should probably be in about what maybe a week or so cool. okay whatever. all right yeah maybe about a week or so so in the meantime take care of yourselves i love you guys thanks for listening and have a great day bye bye